Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. Here on the ML Sports Platter, we strive to talk about a little bit of everything in the sports world. And I got to tell you, folks, there may be off-seasons for your favorite leagues and teams, but there's no downtime. Free agent signings, coaching changes, draft picks, and more mean there are always stories to tell. And hey, I learned so much about sports reporting and storytelling during my time at St. Bonaventure University, including how to find the most interesting stories. In fact, SBU has a long-standing reputation for training future journalists like myself, Adrian Wojnarowski, Donna DeTota, Mike Vaccaro, Bill Hoppy, and a heck of a lot more. This reputation, it continues with its online Master of Arts program in sports journalism. Hey, this entirely online degree option builds podcasting, interviewing, and those important research skills needed in a changing media landscape. Students learn how to follow high professional standards as they tell nuanced stories about the sports we love. You don't need to have any writing or broadcasting experience to start this program. Just a passion for the profession. Sounds pretty good to me. SBU doesn't require an application fee or GRE or GMAT score. It makes it easy to apply. Students complete this program in less than two years. That is a fact. While learning important lessons in sports journalism from experienced faculty and accomplished alumni. Contact an enrollment advisor today at sbujournalism.com. That's sbujournalism.com to learn more about St. Bonaventure's sports journalism program. That's sbujournalism.com. Hey, folks, a quick message from our friends over at Bet Online. Hey, if you're looking to wager on all the big games in sports, hey, it remains your number one source for all your sports betting this season, from the NFL playoffs to pro and college basketball, UFC, and more. You'll always find the latest odds, team matchup info, player news, and game trends at Bet Online. And hey, with live in game uh, options, live betting options, free contests, live scores, for almost any sport or game imaginable, it's truly the fastest and easiest way to bet on all your favorite leagues and events. And all you have to do is head on over to the website or use your mobile device to join and receive your 50% welcome bonus with your first deposit. Make sure to use our promo code BELIEVE to get started. That's B-L-E-A-V. You'll receive your rewards with that code. Bet online where the game starts. Hey, this is Linda Cohn from ESPN, and you're listening to the ML Sports Platter. The ML Sports Platter is back with you all over the major platforms. Download, subscribe, rate, and review where you get podcasts on your smartphone device. We are brought to you by our terrific friends at Burn Dairy, Brian Conboy of Mass Mutual, New York State, and, hey, the Allen Angus Pub, man. Before and after all those big events in central New York, if you're in and around the area, stop by for the best darn Angus burger in town. Homemade salads and soups, toasted ravioli is to die for, and they've got a slew of other great looks in terms of sandwiches and uh, and more. So make sure you get on over to the Allen Angus Pub. Great beers on tap. Before and after the crunch games, before and after SU basketball, before and after concerts and events, it's all there at the Al and Angus Pub the official pub of the ML Sports Platter. Tip of the cap, thank you out there as well. The Jam and Beats, Camillus Golf Club, and our friends over at the Vince Aguera Consulting Group. Let's preview the divisional round playoff weekend here coming up in the NFL, and we start with the Saturday games. Uh, i got to be honest with you, I, I just cannot get enough of, I think Super Wild Card Weekend is a little watered down now, right? Because as I've mentioned, you know, the two seeds, the Bills and the Niners, there's no way that they... There's no way that they should have been playing. I mean, they deserved the bye. Both teams had to play divisional teams. Niners had to beat the Seahawks for the third time. The Bills had to beat a Dolphins team that beat them uh, in the beginning of the year, and then they had to come back on them at home to beat them. 
And then, uh, you know, Skylar Thompson and the gang hung in there. They took advantage of some Bills turnovers, the short field and all the rest, multiple times. But still, the two seeds shouldn't have to play. You win 13 games in this league, and I know the Bills could have won 14, but the DeMar Hamlin situation in Cincinnati, like you win 13 games, you're a two seed. You should not be playing on wild card weekend. It's a wild card weekend. The name of it says wild card weekend. It's that simple. <laughs> wild cards and your you know next division winners, not the one seed, not the two seed. It's a wild card weekend. It features the wild cards with the division winners that are a little bit behind the one and two. It's so stupid. But divisional weekend, divisional playoff weekend, I, I can't get enough of it. There's a doubleheader on each day. We've got a uh, classic rivalry. We've got two classic rivalries. We've got an upstart team. We've got great quarterbacks across the board for the most part anyway. We've got a, a dynamic electric offenses. We've got storylines galore. And it starts with Jaguars Chiefs on Saturday in Arrowhead. Um, although, sorry, hang on. G-E-H-A uh, -E field at Arrowhead. Sorry if I, uh, you know, jumped the gun there. Uh, and you know what? It's going to be weird weather, too, in, all, like, literally everywhere. Um, it's going to be 40 in Kansas City. It's going to be 44 in Philadelphia. It's going to be 33 or 30, uh, 33 to 35, 36-ish in Buffalo. And it's going to be 56 degrees in San Francisco. So, wild stuff there. Um, I think the Chiefs roll. I think that's just... All there is to it. I mean, the Jaguars were down 27 to nothing against the Chargers. And even though they came back and won, the reality is that should tell you something that they got down that early. You get down by 10 against the Chiefs, you're dead, let alone 27. I am looking forward to seeing, though, the Jaguars defenders and, you know, how much the scheme is blitz oriented. I, I think that's going to be a big thing against Patrick Mahomes. We know Patrick Mahomes will torch you if you blitz too much. Um, but I love a lot of the defensive players on this team. Uh, Josh Allen, the linebacker, is a one-man wrecking crew. Um, you know, had a sack in the playoff game. Of course, you have uh, Ula Khan, another linebacker who just destroys it. Devin Lloyd out of Utah, loved watching him in college. He's destroying people. Andre Sisko, my guy from Syracuse, a really good guy in man and zone uh, uh, up against the run. He can blitz the quarterback. Uh, you know, Trayvon Walker out of Georgia just studs across the board, man. I mean, really, this defense has got some players, but the question is, can they neutralize Kansas City? And I think that Jacksonville, in order to win this game, they're going to need to do a lot of what the Dolphins did to the Bills. You know, a couple breaks go their way. They need to work off of short fields. And, you know, then the Jaguars driving down with, you know, ATN and Christian Kirk and company and, and, and Trevor Lawrence, can the Jaguars stick in it? Uh, if this game is close late, I still think Kansas City prevails. Too much Mahomes, too much Kelsey. Um, you know, this this Chiefs team right now, they look hungry. They won 14 games this year. Everybody, not everybody, but a lot of people thought for some reason or another that, like, somebody else was going to win the West. And I told everybody, no. I don't care if Russell Wilson went to Denver. I don't care uh, about the Chargers. I, I couldn't care less about the Raiders moves and all the rest. Nobody's beating Kansas City. And here we are again. Kansas City 14-3, and they dominated at home, they have a really complete football team, they don't have Tyree Kill, Patrick Mahomes I think is the MVP of the league, he's a 5,250-yard thrower this year with 41 touchdowns and 12 interceptions, 105.2 rating, it really shouldn't be close, he's the MVP of the league, you got Pacheco running it all over the place, uh, he's really emerged, you've got Travis Kelsey with over 1,300 yards this season, 12 touchdowns. Uh, Smith-Schuster and company, Valdez-Scantling. They've got McKinnon. They've got a lot of dump-off opportunities. The offensive line has played extremely well. 
from basically halfway uh, through the season until now. And the defense, you know what? It keeps getting better and better the later the season goes. We've seen this before with the guys uh, Willie Gay and Justin Reed and Snead and Bolton and all these guys. Uh, Chris Jones is probably the best defensive tackle in football right now. He had 15 and a half sacks. Uh, you know, this year, I think he would be the runner up to one Nick Bosa for defensive player of the year. I think Trent McDuffie's developed really nicely in the cornerback spot, although he's battled the injury uh, situation as well. But just I'm talking about guys through the year as this team has gotten better um, defensively. Uh, it's been individual performances, you know, coupled into and leaning with the teamwork. I, I think Kansas City wins this football game. I think they win it handily. Um they are favored, of course, at home by eight and a half. I think they actually blow that out of the water. I'm going to pick the Kansas City Chiefs 35 to 17 in this football game. Patrick Mahomes throws for four touchdowns. Meanwhile, Giants at Eagles, this game is fascinating because can the Giants really do this? I think that's the question we're asking. We've been getting a lot of uh, snarky remarks on uh, YouTube when I did some Giants videos like, oh, you know, I, I knew about the Giants seven weeks in. I told you they were good. Okay, that's nice. But. They still had to come out and prove it. They still had to come out of nowhere. I had this team winning four or five games this year, you know, uh, ish, you know, three to five games, six at the most, maybe, I think it was. Um, you know, but they're tough as nails. They've got an identity. They feel really confident. Uh, they believe in each other. Uh, their head coach has just done an unbelievable job. I mean, Brian Dable is absolutely the clear-cut runaway coach of the year winner. Um, you know, the Giants' defense has some attitude there. Wink Martindale. Uh, is so aggressive with the blitzing. I, I would love to see the Giants over and over and over again against Jalen Hurts and company, A.J. Brown, Devontae Smith. I would love to see them bring the kitchen sink every single play to start the game. I mean, like right out of the shoot, bring it. Everybody, just see what happens. See if Jalen Hurts can get rattled. And we know Jalen Hurts has been battling that shoulder injury. So if he has to rush throws or scramble around and take hits, it's going to hurt him a little bit. Uh, did have the bye week last week, but he's still banged up a little bit. Eagles are favored by 7.5, but this is danger zone if you're an Eagles fan because it's a divisional opponent. Mm, I can't wait for this game, man. The keys for the Giants is going to be new, you know, basically neutralizing A.J. Brown and those crossing patterns on defense. The same old stuff that I talk about until I'm blue in the face like you do, right? Red zone offense, turnovers, third down efficiency on both sides of the ball. And then, though, you have this huge, huge, huge thing, this huge item, this huge X factor called Saquon Barkley, who, if he can get going offensively, he has over 1,300 yards this season and 10 touchdowns. I think the Giants can then get back to the play action like they did last week against Minnesota, unleash Daniel Jones a little bit. The offensive line seems to be really, really productive when he goes into play action mode. The coaching for the Giants has been absolutely tremendous this year. I think the Giants hang in this thing. I really do. Physicality and all the rest. I think it's I think it's close late, but I do think the Eagles win the game on a very important drive. Let's say you know nine tenish plays and seventy yards over uh, you know four or five minutes, and I think they get the W. 31-27. I'm going to go a little, little little high scoring here in this football game. Meanwhile, Bengals, Bills, Cowboys, 49ers. Those are the Sunday games, and I am going to preview those coming up next here on the ML Sports Platter. Brought to you by Stanley Law Offices, Rosie's Corner, Jam and Beats, and our great friends at Ken's Auto Detailing. ML Sports Platter back with you all over the major platforms. Download, subscribe, rate, and review. Thanks so much to the friends of the platform, the Swan and Whitaker families, the Alonzo family, Daryl Abert, and Bob Lindsley. My dog in the background, he just won't quit, so I'm just going to keep recording. 
Uh, Bengals at Bills, Orchard Park, New York, Sunday at 3 o'clock. I'm picking the Bills in this game 30-28. to 28. I, I, I think it could go either way. Total toss-up, star power across the board, quarterback matchup from heaven, Joe Burrow, Josh Allen, receivers from heaven in terms of Stephon Diggs and Jamar Chase. You've got bookend defensive ends getting after Josh Allen for, you know, from a Hubbard and Hendrickson standpoint. Uh, the Bengals' uh, defense flies around. They're turnover-prone ball hawkers and all the rest, but so are the Bills. When you look at Matt Milano, Tremaine Edmonds, Jordan Poyer, Taron Johnson, um, there's a, a couple things here in this game. Number one, the Bengals are one of the best teams on third down when they're on offense. I think they're third in the NFL and they're top five in red zone offense as well. So the Bills need to, at some point, neutralize those two things. They can't keep giving up third downs, and, and that's a trouble spot for Buffalo and has been under the McDermott era uh, where they just cannot stop giving up third and six, third and eight, third and ten. And I don't know what it is with this team where they just leave a guy open, uh, they don't adjust, they uh, you know they don't put a tackle on the player. Whatever the case may be, they're brutal on third and long in many cases, and that's where the Bengals can thrive. Um, if it's third and short, they can thrive there too. They've got a lot of guys in terms of Jamar Chase, Higgins, and Boyd who can run a lot of different routes. You can put people in the slot. You can put them on the boundaries. You can mix and match. You can stack them. You can do whatever you want with these wide receivers, and they're a dangerous group. And so I think the X-factor player, uh, I'm going to take a couple of X-factors in this game for the Bills. I think offensively, it's actually going to be uh, uh, their offensive line. I, I think that you know they got to get major, major, major push and major protection uh, as a unit to keep Josh Allen upright and give him more time, and, and, and that's all there is to it. Uh, and then defensively, I'd go Kyrie Elam. I think he should be the CB2 now. He had a great interception against Miami when they were down 24-20, worked off the short field, and uh, Allen hit Beasley for a touchdown. Kyrie Elam, I think, is the X factor from a physicality standpoint. He will not back down to anybody, even as a rookie, and he's going to have a tall order to, 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 to go up against those wide receivers. Trey White is starting to look, uh, obviously, a lot better the last few weeks. Um, you know, and, and and let's face it, both teams you could say need to be better. The Bengals were awful against the Ravens. The Ravens were about to bring you know bring it into the end zone. Huntley goes up. He's at the one yard line. He's almost over the plane, and the ball comes loose. Hubbard picks it up and gone. 24-17 win. The Ravens had the Bengals absolutely on the ropes, no question about it. And then the Bills, you know, they let the Dolphins back in, unforced errors, short fields, bad bad turnovers. Josh Allen has to be better. You know, he threw two picks. I think one was probably his fault totally. The other one was kind of him and Brown together, kind of a miscommunication, but you still can't throw that ball. Then he fumbled three times and lost one, which was a return for a touchdown. And sometimes that one play is all it takes in the playoffs. But I'm going to go Buffalo in this game, 30-28. to 28. Again, 35-ish degrees, uh, parts, partly sunny, five-and-a-half-point favorites are the Bills. I'm going to take them 30-28. to 28. The 49ers home for the Cowboys in the final playoff game this weekend. Absolutely ridiculous, great stuff here. Throwback to Summerall and Madden. Throwback to Steve Young, Joe Montana, Charles Haley, Deion Sanders, Emmett Smith, Alvin Harper, Michael Irvin, Nate Newton. Uh, uh, wow, you know, J Jerry Rice. I mean, good grief. Uh, just awesome stuff here. John Taylor, uh, Roger Craig, uh, Brent Jones, Bill Walsh, Jimmy Johnson. I can go on and on and on, man. Those Cowboys 49ers games in the 80s and 90s, regular season and playoffs were absolutely epic. And this game, I think, has potential to be exactly that. How close will it be? Well, 49ers are picked by four points. I think this game's going to come down to, really, Dak Prescott and, De and Brock Purdy, the quarterback play, right? Like, what guy 
shines above the other because I think both defenses are going to be able to make enough plays. Uh, I think both defenses are going to be in the mix to kind of create a turnover or two. Um, but I do think the 49ers defense is better. I don't think the Cowboys have a great defense. I think they have a lot of individuals within that defense um, who can really shine and, 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 and make a play. Um, I, I, I don't, <laughs> I don't think that that defense is as good as a unit as the last couple of years, but I do think Micah Parsons and Leighton Van Der Esch, you know, uh, just to name a couple are, 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 are better than last year and the year before. So, uh, Dallas, uh, look, they, uh, they had a great win. You know, they had a great win going into Tampa and win, and that was a coin flip game. Uh, they moved the ball. They stretched the field. Prescott was great. Pollard, Lamb. Uh, I think the X factor for Dallas is, is Pollard on offense. I really do. I, I think if they can get him going, take some pressure off of Dak Prescott against a defense, it's going to come after him. I mean, you have Bosa, you have Armstead, you have Warner. You've got a really, really, really uh, a physical, great blitzing team when they want it from a secondary and linebacker standpoint. It's going to be hard sledding for Dak Prescott if he can't get Pollard going and then work off the play action. Get him out of the pocket. Get him throwing to land. Get the offense stretching. But I think the 49ers just have too much right now. I think, A, they're the best team in football right now. B, Brock Purdy is on a roll. C, the playmakers are crazy good in terms of Debo Samuel, Ayuk, uh, uh, Christian McCaffrey. Just a tremendous offensive line. Really well coached, led by Kyle Shanahan. And the defense, bunch of studs, man. Fred Warner, Armstead, I've mentioned these guys all year long. They have the best defense in the NFL. Nick Bosa should be defensive player of the year. I think this game is probably going into the you know upper 20s, low 30s. I think it'll be nip and tuck. It'll be close at the half, maybe like a 17-14 type of deal. And then uh, I think the 49ers get get a few big-time, big-time drives and a real key turnover, uh, You know, maybe up 7 or 10, where Prescott just throws a pick into chaos. And, uh, you know, it's it's from the pressure or a big sack by Bosa in a strip and uh, a pick six or, or something that, you know, allows for the 49ers to work off a short field with not a lot of time left. They go up 17 and then Dallas just can't come back. So uh, I cannot imagine, I cannot imagine not, not, look, the ratings this weekend are going to be ridiculous and I know that, but the ratings for Cowboys 49ers on that Sunday night game at 630 is going to be absolutely insane. When you think about the timing of it, right around dinner time, all the TVs are on. Oh my goodness. That the ratings for that game, the rating for ratings for Bills Bengals is going to be through the roof as well. Giants Eagles will be great. I think Chiefs Jaguars will probably be the least rated game, but hey, you never know. Um in the NFL, I would probably say Cowboys 49ers number 1, Bills Bengals 2, Giants Eagles 3, Chiefs Jaguars 4 if you're uh, counting uh, at home in terms of the rating ratings department. But um, what, do I, what do I want for a score here? Oh, man. I'm going to go, uh, go 26-23. 49ers get it done. Let's go 30-23. I'll pick them by, I'll, I'll by 33-23. 33-23 because I was just saying that, you know, being up 10 and then getting a key turnover and scoring, well, if that happens, my math would tell you 10 and 7, 17. So maybe up six, maybe up seven, they get the turnover or whatever, but I'll pick them by 10, double digits, 33-23. So I'm going Chiefs, Eagles, Bills, Niners, all the home teams, but I can see these games going every which way except for the Kansas City Jaguars game. I just think KC will be in full control, and I fully expect the Chiefs to be the toughest team to beat uh, in the NFL until the Super Bowl, but if they face the 49ers, I'm telling you right now, the 49ers are the best team in the league. ML Sports Platter, brought to you by our great friends over at Burn Dairy. Go gas up your vehicle today at participating locations 
in central New York. Pick up the chocolate milk and the donuts and the hot cocoa and all the rest on your way into work. Burn Dairy, it's all good. And a tip of the cap thank you as well to Stumbling Monkey Brewing Company, Camillus Golf Club, Rosie's Corner, Brewerton Ace Hardware, and St. Bonaventure University online master's programs, including the journalism program. You've got business administration, school counseling, science, and cybersecurity. It's an extraordinary education online. You can earn your degree in a flexible online format that prepares you for personal and professional success. St. Bonaventure University, just visit them right now. It's quality and value online.sbu.edu. I was there this past weekend. The campus looks spectacular. The online programs are flourishing. It's the perfect combination to fuel your growth and open the doors of opportunity at St. Bonaventure University with a potpourri of programs, including Master of Arts in Digital Journalism, Master of Arts in Sports Journalism, and a Master of Arts in Leadership, among others. Go see them online at online.sbu.edu and sbujournalism.com. Hey, as I always tell you, enjoy the games. Before sunrise, Burn Dairy and Deli is preparing to fuel your day with hot coffee, donuts, muffins, breakfast sandwiches, and other morning staples. For lunch, grab a giant deli sandwich made the way you like it. Pizza, wings, wraps, or a fresh salad. Plus, something to wash it down. Then pick up dinner or a sweet treat and other pantry essentials. Now you can get your Burn Dairy and Deli favorites delivered with DoorDash. All day every day you can count on burn dairy and deli it's all good thank you for listening to believe you can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform check us out at believe.com and search for b-l-e-a-v on youtube